0: This Day in History Class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, everyone. I'm Eves, and welcome to This Day in History Class, a podcast that takes really seriously the adage, you learn something new every day. Um, I know that a lot of places around the world right now are going back to business, whether they're diving right into the deep end or they're easing back into it. And a lot of people have already been working and doing business as usual. And there are some people whose lives are still turned upside down by all the stuff that COVID-19 is causing. And I just wanted to say that I hope you all are doing well, no matter what phase of this very new and very intense situation you're in and that you continue to stay safe and healthy. I am still at home, but I am doing well. And I can only hope that that you are maintaining and thriving in these times. With that said, on with the show. Today is May 9th, 2020. The day was May 9th, 1671. Thomas Blood attempted to steal the crown jewels of England. The crown jewels are a collection of crowns, scepters, and other ceremonial objects associated with English kings and queens dating back hundreds of years. Thomas Blood's father was a wealthy blacksmith, and his grandfather was a member of the Irish Parliament. He spent some of his early life in England, but when he was around 20 years old, he got married and moved to Ireland, where he was born but he soon went back to England, where he joined Oliver Cromwell's army in the fight against King Charles I during the English Civil War. When Cromwell became Lord Protector of the Commonwealth of England, Scotland, and Ireland, he was granted land for his service in the war. By 1650, Blood had begun calling himself a colonel, though there's no evidence that he actually earned that rank. Throughout the 1660s, Blood was involved in a number of subversive activities. He and other conspirators plotted to seize Dublin Castle and kidnap James Butler, the first Duke of Ormond and Lord Lieutenant of Ireland, for ransom. That plot failed, but Blood was able to evade authorities, and in 1670, he made another attempt to kidnap the Duke of Ormond and failed. But the conspiracy Blood is best remembered for is his attempt at stealing the crown jewels in 1671. The crown jewels were stored at the Tower of London, and the keeper of the jewels was a man named Talbot Edwards. One day in 1671, Blood visited the tower disguised as a parson. He continued to visit the Edwards family, who lived at the tower, and he soon became friendly with them. Blood promised to arrange a marriage between his imaginary nephew and Edwards' daughter. On May 9th, Blood arrived at the tower with his supposed nephew and two of his friends. They convinced Edwards to show them the crown jewels, and once they entered the jewel house, they knocked him unconscious. The London Gazette gave the following account of the crime. According to the villainous design they, it seems, came upon, immediately they clap a gag of a strange form into the old man's mouth, who, making what noise and resistance he could, they stabbed him a deep wound in the belly with a stiletto, adding several other dangerous wounds on the head with the small beetle they had with them, as is believed to beat together and flatten the crown to make it the more easily portable. The thieves took the sovereign scepter with a cross, St. Edward's crown, and the sovereign's orb. Edwards regained consciousness and tried to stop the men, crying treason and murder. As the thieves fled to their horses waiting at St. Catherine's gate, they dropped the scepter. Guards went after them, and before Blood could reach the iron gate, he was captured. The crown and orb were recovered, though several gemstones were missing. King Charles and other members of the royal family questioned Blood. It's unclear what Blood and the king discussed, but in the end, Blood was pardoned and even granted land in Ireland. There have been many theories about why Blood received this treatment, including one that the king was just amused by Blood's audacity, and another that the king was in on the plot from the beginning. Regardless, Blood became a familiar figure in London, After he died in 1680, his body was exhumed because people suspected he might have faked his own death so he didn't have to pay a debt to the Duke of Buckingham. Today, the crown jewels of the United Kingdom remain on display at the Tower of London as symbols of the British monarchy. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. And if you want to send us any comments or suggestions, you can send us an email at iHeartMedia.com. You can also follow us on social media at Podcast. Thanks again for listening to the show, and we'll see you tomorrow. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.